Welcome to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close, where I'll be sharing with you everything that I've learned to close leads. I went from quitting my first sales job because I was too scared to talk to strangers to becoming a VP of sales for multiple tech startups where I built a sales team from scratch and led them to an acquisition. I'll teach you how to schedule more demos on your calendars, close at least 50% of your demos, and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. I talked a lot about this uh, in the past, but AEs asking prospects after showing features, any other questions or do you have any questions about what I just showed you? And they and they, it's okay to ask it, but the problem is they do it all the time throughout the entire call. And so if you're using like a, a, a software like gong.io, you'll see, wow, the AE is asking a lot of questions. That's really good. But that only gives you the quantity. But if you look into the quality, the data itself, you'll see that a lot of times, like I've had an AE before, on, on a demo, they'll ask a lot of questions. And so I that's what I did. I reviewed Gong and I was like, wow, they're asking a lot of, do you have any questions about that type of question? And it's good to ask it, but not don't overkill it just like anything else. Don't overkill everything. So I'm going to show you some variations of any other questions. Now there's a lot, there's plenty and you can get creative here, but here are some of mine that I've defaulted to, um, to try to create more uh, variety of that question. How does that compare to what you were using before? Was this what you were envisioning? Do you see yourself using this? Who else on your team will be using this functionality? Those are the questions that you can replace. Do you have any other questions or do you have any questions about what I just showed you? And yes, some of the ones that I've mentioned are yes or no questions. And you know me, I talk about like, try to avoid asking yes or no questions. But if the yes or no question essentially puts the prospect in a position to give you an answer that is extremely important. Like, for example, was this what you were envisioning? Question mark. That's a yes or no question. If the prospect says yes, then you know that what you just showed them is really what they're looking for. And you're one step closer to the close. If they say no, no, that's not what I was envisioning. Then you know that you can't move on until you've figured out exactly what the issue is. And so that's when it's okay to ask yes or no question. Anyways, um, yeah, replace, replace those, replace any other questions, or do you have any questions with some other variety? By the way, I mentioned it before and I'll keep mentioning it. The inner circle group that I have, the mastermind group on Facebook, which has now 25 members and growing is growing really, really fast. About two, three members are coming in every single day. I'm opening it free for the first cohort. Um, I, I will be charging for it soon, which will be nine bucks a month, really, really cheap. So if you don't want to join right now, that's fine too. But if you even join $9 a month, you can cancel anytime. But the difference between the inner circle group and any other community or the content that you see on, on LinkedIn is number one, other sales communities have a bunch of channels, which are great. I, I'm in some of them and I love them. But the problem is they're, 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 there's a lot of focus areas. The group, the inner circle, the mastermind that I created is specifically focused around demos and closings, meaning anything that goes into discovery and closings. There's nothing about sharing your post on LinkedIn. There is nothing general chatter. It's all about how you can get closer to close your deals. So it's really, really hyper-focused. Number two, the content that you see on LinkedIn is great, but it's it's written for LinkedIn, meaning there's more copywriting and more fluff added to LinkedIn content in order to get more views and hits. On In the inner circle, 
It's very, very nitty gritty, straight to the point. I also share um, uh, strategies that I don't share on LinkedIn, more detailed strategies. I have special interviews with people that I usually release maybe like months down the road in my podcast and I'll upload it into into the inner circle. People also ask questions. Um, I also do workshops. I've done free one-on-ones with people. So, and I'm adding a lot, a lot more to the group that's going to get you closer to closing deals. I had a lot of people from Reddit come through from LinkedIn, people DMing me. So it's free for now. Go to my profile. For now, you'll see that you'll be able to just click to join and then I'll accept you. Um, and then very soon I will be charging for it, but only nine bucks a month. So it's not a big deal. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Mor Asuline.